0: Welcome to the Ride With Us podcast, presented by the American Coaster Enthusiasts, the world's largest ride enthusiast organization dedicated to the appreciation, promotion, and preservation of roller coasters around the globe. So please keep your hands and feet inside the podcast at all times as we welcome your hosts, Jessica Gardner and John Davidson.
1: Hey everyone, did you know that ACE is an all-volunteer organization? Well, today we're gonna hear from a few of those volunteers who helped make it happen.
2: Longtime ACE member, Tim Baldwin, is gonna fill us in on Roller Coaster Magazine and everything that goes in behind the scenes before it arrives in our mailbox. And as one of ACE's newest volunteers, Cole Gribble, is going to talk to us about ACE 360 and how you can find it on ridewithace.com.
1: ACE provides so much original content to its members, it's really hard to keep track of it all. So we're going to break it down for you, starting with ACE volunteer Jess Nemick, who wears a few different hats, including one that helps us all stay on top of everything with the biweekly newsletter her team sends out to members, which she told me all about.
2: So let's get started with Jess and find out what other benefits she organizes exclusively for us ACE members.
1: Hey, it's Jessica here, and I am here with our digital events coordinator, Jess Nemec. Jess, how's everything going over there in Pennsylvania?
3: Things are doing pretty well. It's cold today, but I haven't had to shovel any snow, so it's so a good day overall. Any
1: day you don't have to shovel, that's that's a good day here in Definitely. the
3: winter. Definitely. <laughs> in the winter, Yes. <laughs>
1: So digital events, for those listeners who don't know, um, are provided by Ace, and they usually happen monthly and feature different themes. They're part of the Connected by Coasters initiative to bring people together through common interests and are solely for Ace members. So for those of you who maybe live in an area where you can't attend a lot of in-person events this is for you specifically, but also for anybody who just wants to be sitting at home and meeting more ACE members who also, you know, people who also love coasters. We all love talking about coasters. So Jess, tell us that these digital events have really taken off in the past year. What are some of the events that have taken place recently?
3: They have been growing in popularity, which is awesome. As people start to realize that they're offered we are getting more and more attendance in these events, which is really cool. Our most recent event, which was an engineering Q&A with a few great engineers from Gravity Group, had 60 different ACE members in attendance asking questions, learning about the industry, and many of them jumped in and asked questions some were there just listening which is also totally fine but many were getting involved and learning about this activity this process of engineering roller coasters a feat i know nothing about so it was great (laughs) to be in on that and learn some of the lingo that was being brought up by our guests so
1: I'm just curious here, are, are these the type of events where do you have to have your camera on? Do you have to be involved? Or can you court, sort of be like a passive listener?
3: Oh, absolutely not. Whatever works for the ACE member is what works for us. If they want to be asking questions and getting invested, that's totally cool. If they want to just be watching and a fly on the wall in the video with their videos off, that's also totally understandable. We want ACE members to be comfortable in these events. So whatever works for them works for us. Nice. So there was a Connected by Coasters one.
1: Any other notable ones recently?
3: Well, our Halloween one, which was a little bit ago, though, that was really fun. We actually had our communications director, Derek Perry, walk us through SeaWorld San Diego and all of their various haunt decorations before the park opened for the day. Oh, that's so so cool. Yeah, it was really cool. The members got to see a lot of different aspects of the park without the crowds, you know? Enjoying the decorations. In December, we had a hot cocoa mixer, which was a lot more casual, where ACE events, ACE members, I mean, started to just chat about some of their holiday traditions. And we talked a little bit about. Those holiday events at parks that some of our members might have attended. So it was just a more casual one, but we've got them all going at different times. Our next one in February is going to be a more family oriented one. We have the author of ours for Roller Coaster, a thrill seeker's guide to the ABCs, reading her book. And then we're asking any younger ACE members, or I guess adults too, to share some roller coaster artwork, whether or not it's crayon drawings or Lego builds whatever they're feeling to just share some coaster inspired art. That's that so one. fun. I love that.
1: How cool is that? So what takes place usually during, is there a, a
3: moderator? Is everyone different? Like how, how does it work? They are all a little bit different, but each one has what we respond. We have been referring to as a host. Mm-hmm. So a member of our digital events team hosts a different Event, And that individual is the one that kind of makes sure that the questions keep on flowing and helps take turns if there are people who have more than one and introduces whatever it is that that particular theme for the month might be and just kind of manages the room. I love it. That just makes sense. Mm
1: -hmm. So in addition to being the digital events coordinator, Jess, you currently organize and send out the biweekly ACE email newsletters. Can you tell us more about the process of putting these newsletters together and getting
3: them out? No problem. That's actually been a role that I've had for a lot longer. My digital events coordination has only been happening for the last... Six to eight months, but I've been member communications coordinator for about four years. So that one I have a lot more experience with. And that process is a really fun one because I get to know basically everything that's happening in ACE. No matter what individual roles people may have, they send me the information they have. So I take new member benefits that might come up. I just got an email about a new discount that we're going to have (gasps) with medieval times that I'll be adding to the update. I also get updates from the budget committee and I get updates from the events committee and I aggregate all of those different aspects of ACE and put them all in one place so that members have an opportunity to really be aware of what's happening at any given moment in our ACE year. I love that. that. That sounds like a lot of work though. It is it's a, it's actually more work than digital events coordination I think. So it's a it's a couple hours per email and also managing the calendar a little bit more because sometimes I'll get an email about something happening months in advance and I have to make sure that it goes into an email at a relevant time. <laughs> so there are some more it's more organizing than digital events coordination certainly but there's a lot of value in it for ace members so i really appreciate the opportunity to volunteer in that way
1: i love it thank you for doing that for us we all really welcome. appreciate it it just seems like such a great resource um having that you know i think that a, a really big part of all of um the different types of volunteering that you can do as an ace member And especially these, the non in person event type things like putting out a newsletter, even me putting out a podcast, you know, us putting Mm -hmm. out the podcast, you doing all these digital events is, you know, people consume their media in a bunch of different ways, especially since the pandemic. Everybody seems to have decided, like, I'm a YouTuber, I'm on Instagram, (laughs) you know, I prefer getting in something in the mail, I prefer an email. And so we really want to help our members learn all about what ACE is doing, um, get involved in any way they can in all of these different avenues so that no matter how you consume your media,
3: you're you're learning. Would you agree? I, I would totally agree. I know the email open rate. Right? We have about every email that goes out every two weeks, 2,500 to 3,000 people open up and look at. So it's a lot of eyes that get to recognize some of the things. Now that still means that there's another 1500 that don't get opened, (laughs) (laughs) but there is a lot of people that are checking it out and staying up to date through that. So I do recognize exactly what you're saying. There's all these different avenues and it's really helpful to have these different opportunities
1: So if someone, let's just circle back just a little bit, because I can almost Mm -hmm. like hear someone in my head, like, I don't get the email newsletter. I haven't Mm -hmm. seen, how do I sign up for these digital events? So can you go over, if you're not getting the email newsletter, how do you make sure that you get that?
3: That is going to be the email that is directly connected to your membership. So these emails are going to be, As you are on aceonline.org, the email that you use to log in to our website is the one that's getting the ACE update email. So if that email that you signed up for ACE with is different than your primary email address, that's why it's not going to your primary email. The other thing that has happened is I've had a few members who have accidentally reported us as spam of and course. as a result, yeah. right, it's gotten into spam folders, because I can see on my end, people who have emailed me directly, and I'm like, I'm not getting this. And then I can look on my end and be like, Oh, it looks like you reported me a spam. <laughs> and I have to reset good, yeah. you almost right. Mm-hmm. So that is another way that that has happened. But my In my experience, the most common is that the email that they use to sign up for ACE is not the one they're checking for these Mm -hmm. updates. And that is not something that I'm able to change. The system only sends it to ACE members because this is a member benefit. So if your primary email address is not the one associated with your membership, then the system can't make those two coincide. You would have to change your email address in your ACE login information in your account settings in order to update the process
1: got it and if we did accidentally report you as spam <laughs> who do we reach out to
3: to get that if report? you email me it, i can most likely send it out or the other thing is depending on your email provider you can tell them that it's not spam too right okay. like going into the system and being like oh accidentally i did this they can Unflag it for you. Because there are some times that even if I reset it and make sure it forces through to you, Mm -hmm. sometimes your email provider will still block it. Sure. And so that would be something that you would have to contact either like Google or Yahoo or AOL or whatever your email provider is and have them take that flagging off. Makes sense. Is there a specific email that people should reach out to? So my email is JES n-i-e-m-i-e-c at aceonline.org okay but then they also can email management at aceonline.org which can help it as well okay
1: awesome thanks for that and then what about these digital events where can we find those
3: The digital events are on the national events calendar, just like in-person events. And the registrations are always right there. We register through Google Forms. And what happens is when a person registers, it's a very simple process where they basically put their name. And then there's usually a really insignificant question about something on there. Like, oh, what's your favorite designer? What's your favorite... (laughs) non coaster ride what's your favorite something like that and if they have filled out this form correctly and their email address is in there appropriately then they will get a link about 24 hours prior to the event with the zoom address for Mm -hmm. that particular event and i think on any given month and
1: usually these events are on zoom
3: Always on Zoom, yeah. We've only used Zoom. We are talking about the process of potentially also forecasting them on Facebook Live, but we haven't quite gotten that far yet. So that's something ACE members can look for in the future, but it's not quite at that stage yet. Awesome.
1: How I want to know, how did you get involved with volunteering with ACE?
3: I have been volunteering with ACE in minor capacities for years and years, but my I increased my my volunteering based on being at a business meeting at King's Dominion I think. Oh. Wow. At the event there we were at the business meeting and it was mentioned in by one of the reports because For those of you who've been to ACE business meetings at CoasterCon, each executive committee member does a report and they talk about some of the things that they need. And somebody mentioned needing the member communications coordinator, the person who puts together those emails. And when the discussion was over, I walked up to that EC member and I was like, I'm willing to volunteer for this. And the rest is history. What do you love about volunteering for ACE? I love meeting members. Actually, I will say one of my favorite things that I do for ACE. So for the past six years, I've been the person who, when you go to CoasterCon, if you order a pre-order t-shirt, I'm the person who runs that table with my husband and that might be my favorite volunteering all year i get to meet so many ace members that day it's very tiring day because i'm there from 8 a.m when registration begins until 4 pm when that table gets packed up and then i go over to the opening banquet at whatever park we're at but it is a really enjoyable opportunity to be able to meet all these different ace members and get to know them in a way that, can sometimes be minor, just a hello, and sometimes be a little bit more where we talk about some things that we're excited for CoasterCon or something else. But I also love the digital events and member communications coordinator, too, because I'm interacting with these members on a deeper level and getting to understand more about all that ACE has to offer and all the very interesting things that these ACE members have to say about our club. I love
1: it. That's amazing. Will we see you at Dollywood this year? You
3: certainly shall. <laughs> and if you pre-order a t-shirt, I will be there to hand it to you.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm excited. I'll do it yeah. just to meet you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you can also
1: just come up and say hi. Oh, okay, good.
3: All right. <laughs> That's totally fine. Purchase that, not required. <laughs> right, no. No purchase required. That t-shirt table is pretty uh, casual, let's say. Okay. I'm just there. I have my list of people who've ordered. I highlight the names. Give them their T-shirts, and that's that's about all. It's that is a little bit hurry up and wait. Sometimes there's a, a line of four or five ACE members, and sometimes I'm waiting for 20 minutes before yeah. somebody needs one. So please feel free to come and say hi, even without a T-shirt.
1: And um, your brother, this runs in the family, right? Because your mm-hmm. brother Jeff Nemec is an ACE, is the ACE secretary, and mm-hmm. you have hosted digital events together in the past. So what's it like mm-hmm. volunteering with a family member?
3: Well, I am very lucky. My brother is my best friend. So in a lot of ways, we are really well matched in these things. Though I will say when we host digital events together, because he always helps me host the national trivia, which he's going to be helping me host again in early June. We've already started putting it together because we have been hosting national trivia since 2020. And it's part of the World Roller Coaster Appreciation Month event that we do every year. And he and I have a rapport that's very silly and he'll make fun of me. And especially if there's a typo in a question, a trivia question or something, there's always a little bit of a a dig, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can certainly tell we're siblings, let's put it that way. But it's really fun to work with him. And he's actually the person that I have gone to the most ACE events with, even though my husband and I go to quite a few as well but my brother and i have been members of ace since 2007 whoa Mm -hmm. yeah and my husband joined in 2015 give or take a year uh he he my husband joined after meeting me so he became a member in that way but my brother and i have been traveling to coaster events and doing coasters since we were really really young and it's just wonderful to have this hobby to share with him and keep us close as we are well into our adult years and know that we have this thing that bonds us so sometimes we go to these events without our significant others and just have some sibling time which is always really nice that's
1: so Mm. nice that's like your thing that's Mm -hmm. so great so I've been told that you and Jeff celebrate New Year's Eve in a special
3: way and I'm supposed (laughs) to ask about this what is this New Year's Eve thing I mean that's interesting. It has nothing to do with coasters except that we could potentially ride a coaster. So we have never repeated a New Year's Eve. We try not to repeat at least. Since uh since we started this process, we were both I was 18 at the time and he was 13 and we started traveling to different drops all over the place. We've done the we've done the pickle drop in Dillsburg, Pennsylvania and we've done yeah, we've done the bologna drop in lebanon pennsylvania we've done the yingling bottle drop i don't know what
1: i don't know what this is like instead of a ball drop it's a pickle yes, the yingling exactly
3: <laughs> so these towns that we find towns or places that or cities that just drop something related to their personal history and we go And do it and and we spend time (laughs) learning about whatever. One of the most silly ones, I think, was the yellow pants drop. And the reason why it's the yellow pants is because this town had a paper mill in its early days and the paper mill the runoff from the paper mill made the local river have a yellow tinge so when people wore white pants and went through the river they would end up having yellow pants and now one of the ways that this town celebrates is having a yellow pants drop every year so yeah or like Harrisburg PA does a strawberry drop that one I'm not sure why We just drop a big strawberry I've never heard of this. I've lived (laughs) all these years.
1: I've never heard it. I was definitely not expecting this answer. I was like, why do they want me to ask about, there must be something COSA related. It's not. It's not at all. It's
3: it's not. (laughs)
1: The yellow... Hands I, I was not that
3: expecting was definitely that. The silliest. <laughs> Um so yeah, so we just never repeated new year's. This year wasn't a drop. We did Niagara Falls and we did the they did fireworks over the falls. Nice. So it wasn't a drop, but we did do a different thing. So that's one of the traditions that we have. And our significant others now join us for that one. we oh, look good. We're yeah, allowed. We let, <laughs> we let them come to that one. <laughs> All
1: right. Uh, Jess, last question for you. If someone wants to get involved with volunteering on the digital events team, how can they get involved?
3: Well, that's a great question because the digital events team is actually looking to grow because we're now formalized and we're getting bigger and better. And we're always looking for new ideas, new themes, and we would love to have some members. If they either fill out the volunteer form on the ACE online dot org website. If you go to the aceonline.org website and hit the little search button and hit volunteer form, it'll pop right up and they can fill out the form. And even if digital events isn't the way they want to volunteer, if they want to volunteer in a different way, that form is a great process to get them started. The other thing is if they're particularly interested in digital events, they can contact me directly. And as I said, my email is jessnemick at aceonline.org. E-S-N as in Nancy, I-E-M as in Mary, I-E-C at aceonline.org. And that'll get them right to me. Though if they put Jamie, Nick, it'll go to my brother and he'll forward it block. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but specifically, the digital events team is looking for
3: volunteers. Yes, we specifically right now are in need of new members, new ideas to get us going we have a great team so right now maddie partington and lee weber do some great work but we are looking to grow and get a little bit bigger and a little bit more diverse in our potential because new members are going to come with new ideas right and that's all about getting these different events going and getting people to a place where they're going to be able to enjoy all of the different facets of ace and our benefits I see this,
1: I to- this all totally makes sense to me. It's mm-hmm. just so many, we can totally expand our online presence and do so mm-hmm. much more with our members online. And maybe even like you're saying, the fact that we got to interview people from the gravity group, like mm-hmm. that's awesome. Like I love events like that and where we're learning and talking and,
3: um, I- it's just great. It's just great. For Women's History Month in March, we're working on getting some past ace female presidents on for some question and answering. (laughs) So we have all different ideas, but we can always use more people and we can always use more ideas. The more people we have in the digital events team, the more often these events can happen. I love it. Jess, thank you so much for talking to us today. Thank you. I appreciate you inviting me on.
2: And we're going to continue to go through some of the ACE content. So today I've got Cole with me and Cole's going to talk about ACE 360. Cole, welcome to the podcast. Hey, John. I'm really
0: glad to be here. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Well, give us a little bit about yourself before we get into the ACE 360. Of course. I've been a member of ACE for about eight years now. And at the moment, my home park is Carolyn. So naturally, I'm really excited for Con this year. My favorite roller coaster that I've ridden would have to be Voyage at Holiday World. I especially love it during Hollywood nights. Ah, Do you have a preference? Night trim, no trim? No trims for sure, although it's still really, really good in
2: the daytime. Awesome. That is a fantastic ride. I love the wood craziness through the forest. So uh, tell us a little bit
0: about Ace 360. What even is it? Since its beginning, Ace has always been an organization for all the endures of roller coasters. But how do you get more people interested in Ace than just roller coaster fanatics, us? Roller coasters intertwine with the rest of life in surprising ways. And at Ace360, our job is to illustrate that for a general public audience. The general public isn't as enthralled with new ride announcements and construction updates as we are, so instead, Ace360 connects everything else in the world to roller coasters. In the past months, We've covered topics such as how a 2000s animated film defied the gender norms of roller coasters, the link between various musical artists and roller coasters, and how theme parks are different across the world. These connections make sense as soon as you read the articles, I promise.
2: So can you give me an example? Like what was the favorite thing that you've covered so far? Coaster Tangent.
0: I think personally some of my favorite articles have definitely been the ones that I've mentioned. In addition, we have some articles coming up for February. Uh, namely one highlighting various coaster soundtracks. That one is a particularly fun read. I think that'll be, again, it's a really interesting topic. One of my other favorite articles, uh, actually my first article for Ace360 was an article talking about No Limits 2, a roller coaster simulation software that uh, is yeah. one of my big hobbies, one of my favorite. Yeah,
2: it's very popular. So People writing. love to build coasters in that. They make, it's pretty amazing how, um, how that tool works. So what's your role with
0: Ace360? I'm the coordinator and pretty much my role is I follow and supervise and manage the entire production process on our team. The production process starts with an idea of an article and we basically take that article all the way from an idea to a written script then to gathering the photos and media content, so photos, videos, links to other websites, and then I upload it to the website myself after proofreading and going over it and you know, doing some revisions. Learning how to upload articles onto the website itself has really helped us with expediting the production process and being able to work on more articles. And it's given me a greater appreciation for what goes into the website and the other team members on ACE. How many uh, volunteers do you have that work in your committee? We currently have a team of about six, but we're always eager to welcome more volunteers on board. So if somebody's
2: not familiar, where can they find the ACE
0: 360 articles? You mentioned the website. So if you open up the ACE website's homepage, then scroll down under the Facebook, ACE News Now, Upcoming Events box, you'll find links to our newest articles, including the ones I've already mentioned.
2: So you were also starting to talk about February, anything exciting coming up?
0: Actually, we do have multiple articles in production for it. Itinerary includes more of the theme parks across the world series that's currently on the homepage, a particularly fun read that I've already mentioned about the various roller coaster soundtracks, and then an article about the roller coaster alphabet. And we may be able to add more articles to that itinerary, depending on some other things, uh, tying into Valentine's Day. Ooh,
2: Valentine's Day. Do you have a favorite coaster soundtrack?
0: Personally, I've always really, really liked the soundtrack of Euromir at Europa Park and Demon at Six Flags Great America. I've always believed that they're very underrated soundtracks and they're very great songs in themselves. Um, they're, they're definitely mentioned in the article.
2: Demon does, uh, I get to Six Flags Great America quite often. So that Demon one always just gets stuck in my head when we ride that. Yeah, I'm, I'm very
0: surprised it's not talked about more, to be honest. It's a really great soundtrack.
2: Well, you mentioned volunteers earlier, so uh, what's been your experience volunteering with ACE?
0: I started volunteering for ACE about six months ago, and the reason that I began volunteering was to reciprocate. Every ACE event I've been to has been a fantastic time, and I genuinely have wanted to give back. Since joining the team, I've had the honor of working with other kind, helpful volunteers in ACE that have made my journey into ACE 360's coordinator just so much smoother.
2: Thanks for giving us an overview of Ace three hundred and sixty. Just so we can leave on a little thing more personal. Uh, I hear you got to Iapa because I saw one of the articles was for Iapa. What was your experience at Iapa?
0: Oh, it was it was truly truly fantastic time. It was genuinely the best week of my life. It was my first time at Iapa, so there was just so much to see and do, and so many people that I got to meet. It was truly tremendous and. I actually got to write the uh, day four IAPA article. So that was the article for Friday when Vacoma um, announced circuit breaker at their booth.
2: That was a great, great, uh, uh, not press release. What do they call those? I guess announcements. Yes, that was a great announcement. Let's go with that. It was a great announcement. So, Cole, why don't you remind us one more time, where can they find Ace360 on the website?
0: Sure thing. So. If you open up the ACE website's homepage, the one that has the Hulk as the big banner, and then it shows CoasterCon, you're going to want to scroll down a little bit underneath the Facebook ACE News Now upcoming events box. There's going to be four panels under that, and those four panels are our newest articles on ACE 360. If you click on any one of those panels, you're going to be able to read our articles.
2: All right. Well, thanks for giving us a taste of ACE 360.
0: It's been an honor to be here. Thank you so much for having me on, John. You
2: know it's a good day when you go out to the mailbox and you get that big envelope that says it's from Ace and you open it up and you've got Roller Coaster Magazine. So, Tim, I've got you on the call. Tell me, I feel like the Roller Coaster Magazine is kind of your baby. That's worded
4: exactly right. I am so proud of this magazine. In fact, it was my first introduction to ACE really back in 1989. I joined and there was a back issue flyer in my Welcome to ACE packet. And at that time there was like maybe, yeah, 30 issues up to that point, you know, and I just thought, look at all these magazines and I ordered every single one and I just you know, just so new to the coaster community. I just laid on the couch for over a week reading them all in chronological sequence and just learning so much about these coasters that I had never heard of. You know, I didn't know anything. And this was pre-internet and blah, blah, blah. But it was was just amazing finding, it immediately made me wanna travel. And and now I'm so glad that I have all those old magazines because many of those coasters have been lost to time. And so now I can always go back and reference them. Um, I, I just think the magazines are a treasure.
2: Yeah, so just to back up and go over a few of those things, when you're talking about pre-internet, we're saying you as a coaster enthusiast now, we can go to the internet and we can see Thousands of coaster pictures of great quality and amazing, amazing pictures. But at that time, when this magazine was came out, I mean, these were pictures that you couldn't just see, right? I mean, they're really just in the magazine.
4: That's right. You know, it, it was a great news source. And, of course, Ace News was there to tell you the timely stuff, the announcements, the openings, the construction. But uh, Roller Coaster Magazine was more in-depth. It was more historical in nature. It, it did have the new stuff, but it, it went back to the designers, and it really got into it. Like, you know, and, and and we do that too today. Uh, I think the magazine today offers so much that there's no other magazine on the planet like Roller Coaster because it has the historical articles, it has the new stuff, it has uh, the convention coverage, and but it also just gets into the details and the, the ACE slant to it that your typical reporter, you know, from a newspaper or news outlet, they'll go online and, and they'll read the press releases, but ACE is always known for going beyond the press release and really going in depth. And that's why I think these are some of the most valuable pieces of documentation out there on roller coasters and the amusement industry.
2: Yeah. You're like, to you, they're more like an encyclopedia than a magazine that comes <laughs> right,
4: right? Uh, it really is a usable resource for people, it really is.
2: All right, so walk me through this. You just join ACE, you get these back catalog of magazines, then you just how did you get from there to now where it's kind of your thing?
4: <laughs> it landed in my hands. Well, um, you just volunteered it, one day. <laughs> well, I was very eager. Uh, as a new enthusiast, and eventually I would write an article or two, and then um, I I just became involved with publications, I guess, a little bit. Uh, My partner, who's now my husband, uh, was publications director before I was, and when he shifted, I believe he became census director, I went on to the executive committee as a publications director, so all the publications were under my supervision, And then um, after eight years of doing that, I stepped away from the EC position and just couldn't wait to be editor of Roller Coaster just because of the excitement I got for Ace producing that magazine. I just think it's such a wonderful asset to our organization. So it was fun. And it's just my baby. I'm just very proud of it.
2: All right, well, walk me through. you get an idea for an article, you start to do the research. Where do you uh, where do you go next?
4: Well, obviously, I'm not the only author nor am I an author in every issue, but um, I love it when people approach us with ideas and and when they want to pursue it, that's great. And uh, I encourage everyone to, you know consider if you enjoy writing, write an article if you feel you're knowledgeable about a topic, and I get requests from people saying, "Hey, can I do this article?" And I go, "Well, sure. This is something we haven't covered." On a rare occasion, I'll say, "Well, we kind of did that park about three or four years ago, so it's the, the timing wasn't exactly right." But often they'll take something from that idea, give it a twist, uh, you know, on maybe that coaster and its designer or something. You know, you can maybe make it something different than what was published before. And they'll just run with it um i'm always on the lookout for things we haven't done before or an angle one time i uh just many many years ago i wrote an article standing room only that i just like let's just do an article on the history of stand-up roller coasters you know and so something will come to mind uh i had someone once uh offered to do an article and it never followed through but i thought it was a great idea on chance toboggans i would just love to see an article <laughs> on chance to you know there's always something quirky or fun out there that people kind of know about, but it never dawns on them. I wish there was you an know, article.
2: Yeah, a big deep dive into something.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Find so, your no,
2: niche. Yeah. So how do you how members. do you match that niche of the article up with like the beautiful photography and everything that's in the it's in the magazine?
4: The further we go in time, obviously, we're in the digital era now. So anything happening nowadays is much easier. We have big, beautiful color photos that people can take on their phone. I mean, phones take really amazing photos. Uh, but I, I, I'm still delighted to see ACE members at like CoasterCon and walking around a park with these gigantic telescope lenses. I thought, man, I can only imagine what kind of pictures you're getting. And often we see those either in our calendar or our magazines when they are willing to share those photos with us, so that's great. Nowadays, we're getting drone footage. I mean, drones. We couldn't have conceived that a decade ago Of getting those types of pictures so the current stuff is easy it's the it's the really historical articles that you know the author is kind of challenged to find those older photos that just probably don't exist in many places but if you can find a few just to flesh out the text then those are wonderful pieces of documentation that i'm glad that ace can produce
2: Yeah. So before you leave, you get all these ideas, you pull them all together. What's the process of just trying to get all those puzzle pieces to fit together to to get that episode out the door?
4: Well, uh, I I like to think of a year at a time because I know the winter issue is always going to be the coasters of 20 blah, 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 whatever the year was before. You know, So that issue just takes care of itself. The fall issue always takes care of CoasterCon coverage. We always give that magazine coverage. And so that's going to be a big chunk of the fall issue. So spring and summer are the ones that's like, okay, what can I fill in? Sometimes someone will write an article that's really big and I say, it can't fit here. I've got to move it one issue because I don't want to chop it up. I want to really give this space because that's the beauty of the magazine. We are not restricted by necessarily advertisements in the issue, or it can only be this long, but I do have to make sure it can fit in the magazine. So the spring and the summer issues, people say, hey, I wanna do this. I'll say, go for it, or let's talk about, let's see how we can flesh this out. Uh, But it's a matter of really authors wanting to send something in.
2: Awesome. Well, this is your chance, uh, ACE members. If you've got an idea for an article, Tim, tell them how can they uh, submit that article and that idea to the magazine?
4: Well, the first thing they should do is just email me, tbaldwin at aceonline.org and say, hey, I have this idea. I'm thinking about writing an article. And then I can go with um, he or she about how to do it and you know when I could probably fit that in and we could talk about it. So an email is a great place to begin. And once you know we talk about and want to move forward, then they just start writing. And once material comes in, that's when I can really place it quickly.
2: Awesome. Well, Tim, thank you for giving us kind of a high-level overview of the magazine. I know some of the members don't uh, don't get it, so they need to take a look at their membership and make sure they're at least uh, one of the higher tiers. And uh, if you're associates, we're thinking it's only like $10 or $15 more to upgrade right. your membership.
4: Well worth it. The magazines are great. They look awesome on your coffee table. They're great conversation pieces when you have company over to your houses and it's really just a little bit more just the just the regular membership gets you roller coaster magazine and
2: you're going to love it
1: well as you can tell an ace membership comes with a lot of perks and volunteers make that all happen so listeners if you're not an ace member yet what are you waiting for
2: I know. You can join at RideWithAce.com. If you're already a member, we would love to have you volunteer. You can check out RideWithAce.com slash volunteer to get started.
1: Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next time.
0: Ride With Us is produced by the American Coaster Enthusiasts a registered 501c3 organization. Visit aceonline.org for additional information and we will see you at the parks.